to A Horror Borealis, the podcast within a podcast Patreon, the secret exclusive adventure for people who pay us money. That's my favorite thing about it, in addition to many other things. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you guys who have been listening so far and sticking with us. Thanks for your feedback and your excitement and your investment. We've, we've uh, taken some criticism into account, not from any actual fans, but mostly from me, the person who had to edit all the audio from the last two times. <laughs> And so today, not only are we recording in what I hope is a uh, more sound-friendly environment, but the biggest change that we've made is we have devoted ourselves to soft snacks only for this episode. <laughs> um, we have, like, trifle and jello and mozzarella cheese. <laughs> it's great, actually. And soft pretzel pieces. Soft pretzel bites. Yeah. There um, is no crunching allowed. Pudding. There's pudding. It's actually hysterical because we took that edict very seriously, but... Zero crunch. Everything's at like a crunch level two or lower, which I love. I'd call Jello like a negative crunch, <laughs> uncrunch. It's so not. Crunch. It like dissolves it's like, it's in a your slurp. mouth. Yeah, it makes you slurp. Yeah, slurp. crunch and reverse. But I'm not gonna slurp because I don't want to mess with the audio. We should yell that by Alex. Crunch and reverse. When have I yelled at anyone? With your eyes. I said, editing was fine. I would like it if we could maybe do a few things differently next time. And you guys all took it upon yourselves to buy six different kinds of pudding. <laughs> so You yelled at me with your eyes. Yeah, and the, the part of my soul that screams <laughs> out to yours. That's right. It's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, the three of you are gathered around a payphone at the edge of town. Between the three of you, you know the following things. You know that three campers were attacked last night in the park by something likely not human. You know that there's one quick way into the park available to civilians, and it's gone. You know that one camper is accounted for, the other two are not. And perhaps most pressing, you know that night is falling fast. What do you do? Well, if I recall correctly, um, where we left off, I was about to call to the ranger station. Yes, you did mention um, wanting to call it like radio into the ranger station. Is that still what you want to do? Well, I think it would be weird if I said, uh, I'll call into the ranger station. And I pick up the phone and then say, no, nope, People mind. change their minds all the time. If you like had a sudden inspiration, you picked up the phone, you go to dial and you're like, wait a second. Like that's, that's totally playable. Hmm. Cinematic. If you're in a different headspace now with like all of those facts sort of put together in that order, then like do what you need to do. I will tell you guys, um, just as a reminder, vis-a-vis -vis the rules of Monster of the Week, it will be impossible for you to hunt this monster until you have determined what it is and what its weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. So as a fan of your characters, I'm obligated to tell you that if you try to go directly into the park to confront whatever it is, you will die. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, fair. Right, right. I would prefer not to do that. Prefer not to die? Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah, I would also prefer not to die. So I think... So play it out however you guys want to play it out. If you need to talk in character, that's totally fine. Well, I, I think I'm I'm going to call ahead to the ranger station. Okay. Talk to uh, who's who's there and see what's what's going on. Because um, somebody took the chopper right yes, out there. Yes, the civilian copter. The, the civilian. The, so basically, it's there is a small airport in town, mm -hmm. um, which is the way that campers typically get into the park. Um, I would say that, like, park rangers probably have some vehicles set aside. We're going to get right. in a shot at the park. There is a private charter, a chopper that can be chartered. Mm -hmm. And what you guys have found out is that it is gone from the airport. Right. It has been taken. Right. Okay. By so, whom? Yeah, so that's what I was going to call ahead to find out. Okay. Would I know ahead of time if 
the rangers know who checks out the chopper? The rangers won't know who checks out the chopper because it's not being checked out. The only person who would know that would be the pilot or whoever yeah. runs the airport. It's not a park ranger-owned airport. Okay. You guys would have control of, like, the landing strip inside the park. Mm-hmm. This is just the Revenant airport. Okay. Well, yeah, I think I'll still call ahead. Okay. So I'm going to call right. up to the ranger station and say, Hey, just want to let you all know, Chopper's missing, right? The, okay. That means into the into the park is, is out, even though we're, like, on lockdown, not letting, like, a lot of people in. Are you going to say all those things verbatim again? or do, No, do I'll, I'll say it more in character. <laughs> okay, once. great. So I'm... Ring, ring, okay, ring, so ring, 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 ring. ring, ring. Um, <laughs> you're going to make me come up with more rangers, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, you can use, um, what's his name, Riley, if he's still there. Uh, not his. We have donors Thanks. for you to okay. pull in. He's not, he's not there today? Not his. They. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. They're not there today? Um, well, they were there this morning. I sincerely hope that poor Riley is not working like a 14-hour shift. <laughs> Please let them go home. <laughs> Let me pull up some Patreon donors. Please let Riley go home. What if Riley lives at the ranger station? <laughs> or Riley. Um, oh, you caught me during my nap hours. <laughs> Hello. Just walk in um, and they have a little night light plugged in. Oh, <laughs> Riley. <laughs> Please go home. This is my home. Okay. Okay. Let's say that you call into the ranger station and... You got someone who says, uh, <clears throat> Gates of the Arctic National Park, this is Ben. Hi, Ben, this is Siobhan. Just wanted to call and give you a heads up that the civilian uh, chopper is out of the airport and looks to be uh, headed headed your way. Headed to the park? Did you, did you see it flying in this way? Did I see it flying in this way, Alex? <laughs> I don't think you would have. Well, no, but just usually that's the one that people people take when they're going out into the park. So I just wanted to give you a heads up. Is everything okay there? Shoot, yeah, that would make sense. I, I haven't heard anything. I think I did hear a copper a bit ago. I just naturally assumed it was someone else coming to the park or maybe the director leave it. I, you know what? I'll check it out. And why don't I get back to you? You have your radio on you? I sure do. All right, great. Uh, thanks for calling in, Siobhan. I'll, I'll look into it. All right, so quick, hang up. Click. I'm going to turn back and say, yeah, they, they haven't seen anything yet, but... Uh... Well, they'll they'll let me know on, on over the radio, so I'll, I'll keep you all posted. If because I remember me and uh, Mariah. Mm-hmm. I almost said Moira. I've been fighting too much over that. Um, Mariah talked about having this kind of back and forth question answer type mm-hmm. deal. So I want to uphold that. I appreciate you following through on your promises. Oh, I try to be a woman of my word. All right. I see that. I'll acknowledge it. I'm not sure how to proceed from here. Well, I uh, stopped by the motel, and two of those campers were not there. I I would like to just talk to them a little bit, see if I'd like to talk to them as well. Um, Maybe in the helicopter. 
well, see if maybe they took the chopper out to get There's see, those mystery skills. What, what they're doing out there. Do well, I have to roll for that? Do you have to roll to deduce <laughs> facts for what you have? No. You would roll if you were, like, investigating a mystery. No, this is I'm you putting some sure, facts together. I'm pretty sure at this point I've... In fact, this is you coming to maybe the conclusion that I was hoping you would come yes. to as soon as I read all those facts in order yeah, at the beginning well, of the episode. Oops. <laughs> Took me an so, extra minute. Okay, Sorry. Are you implying we need to get into the park to track down these missing campers? I'm implying that they're not safe out there, so we should probably track them down. I can see that. My big question that I would have for you is, do you have any sort of materials or what? weaponry. You're a government employee. I'm sure they have you strapped head to toe okay. and what have First, you. First, I'm a park ranger. It's mm. a public park. It it's is. Owned by I don't the know what kind of weaponry you think <laughs> the park rangers have, but whips and lassos. They want you to be able to maintain your power over the general population, I imagine. So, anyway, what I'm saying is, do you have a way to keep us safe if we go into that park? I I will I'm try to, my hardest look, to keep us. Safe. I'm willing to die for the cause, but I'm not trying to risk my friend's life. So I mean, I I'm fine. I and I honestly, guys, I'm getting kind of tired. I think I want to head back, uh, get some rest, and start this up tomorrow. Um, I question. don't know if we have time to do that. <laughs> you, okay, yeah. So, this is a question for this me, is a the question keeper? for you, the keeper. Um, Mariah has an ability called like knowing if you're lying or mm-hmm. something. Suspicious mind. Yeah. yeah suspicious if you lie mind. to me, I'll know it. So I know I'm lying. <laughs> right onto your laptop. The too. audience has an ability called. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm lying. I'm not going home. I'd like to go visit um, um, Hawk Peters. Okay. Technically, what you just said is you'd like to go home. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a lie or not. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wasn't sure how that would play. I out. am going to make a ruling right now that that ability specifically will come into play when she is being directly lied to or having information cool. like obscured in that very intentional way, yeah. or when it serves the plot in a way that I would particularly like it to. Okay. So, <laughs> um, unless you are actively at this moment looking at Mariah and saying, "I'm going home," I'm going to let you have a pass on that. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna say I'm I'm getting pretty tired. It's late. Um, so if you guys want to go check out the, uh, the park, uh, y'all can do that. I'll catch up with you in the morning. All right. I see no problem with that. You get some rest. Okay. Thanks. Are we going to stick with, um, we, so you are headed out, right? Exit stage left. Great. Um, so Martha's out of the scene. (laughs) I want to know what you two plan on doing before I follow that up. Yeah. So you being more honest, I don't know still what was out there that attacked those campers. So I know that you have that whole library. Maybe do, we yes. could go and maybe do some research. I think Pool our be... knowledge and resources. I think that would be a really bit. good idea. I think we should go back to my library. I think we should peruse the resources I have there that can give us a framework to work with because I honestly don't want to confront a force that I don't know what it is yet that's going to be a bit of a problem. That's how people get killed. Now, just a question. Are these encyclopedia-type books, or are they more National Enquirer-type articles? 
I don't like the elitism in your tone. But I'm just asking how reputable your sources are. I would we've still gone love, a wide range. I would love to go and see what you have. If you're seeking truth, we've got it in as many hordes as you want. All right. Well, let's let's Seek head over to the universe. Let's head over there. All right. We'll each do our part. All right. So on that note, I'm going to follow up with Martha. Martha, tell me what you're doing. You're going to see Hawk Peters, yes? Yes. I okay. assume that I would just go to his house. It's late enough. I don't think he would be tending to any of his. Um, stuff. I think where you would probably go is. Yeah, we'll say you go to his house, because I think that will provide the most interesting sort of dramatic scene to play out for you. So why don't we do that? You'll go to Hockbeater's house. He lives probably close to where his motel is. Um, I would assume that he lives, like, nearly on the same property, if not exactly, so that he can be, like, sort of accessed at any time. Um, You've been to his house before, because it's usually where you go to sell your wares. Um, You typically sell the results of your hunt to Hawk specifically because he engages in addition to his many other entrepreneurial pursuits um, he engages in a sort of tourist trap type trade um, where he knows for a fact that there are plenty of basically gullible tourists who like very much to come into this small Alaska town and pretend they're buying like exotic furs off this Native American man so that is sort of the racket that you guys have going. So you have, like, a working relationship that's pretty well established, despite whatever weirdness went down between the two of you early this morning. So I think you would feel comfortable going to his house. Um, I think it would be, like, a pretty normal thing for you to show up there. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and knock on the door, ring the doorbell, whatever he has. Okay, great. He probably is, like, a door knocker. He seems to be, like, a door knocker kind of guy. But anyway, so you knock on the door, and uh, he answers it. And he looks a little bit taken aback. He's like, Martha, I'm surprised to see you here. What can I do for you? I just, uh, I have one, a uh, couple questions. Um, first, how, um, how long have you, uh, when did you, how much, do, how much do you know about me? <laughs> <laughs> he stands there in the doorway and crosses his arms and sort of regards you with, I think, a veiled curiosity, he says, I think you'd better clarify what you mean. So what, uh, what happened this morning, it was weird. Like, it's like you could read my mind or something, right? (laughs) He raises an eyebrow on you and says, I think you'd better come inside, Martha. I'd do that. <laughs> Fair. So he leads you into, uh, we'll say that he has, like, not a, not a huge house. He probably lives fairly modestly, despite his his comparative status in the town. And um, he has a little dining nook. And maybe he has, like, a pot of coffee on. Uh, you drink coffee, Martha? Are you a coffee person? I don't know that much about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I could take some coffee right now. I feel like it's going to be a long night. I kind of have similar inkling. He pours you a mug of coffee and he sets down on the other side, like across the, uh, it's sort of like a bar set across like the window into the kitchen. Um, so he sets down on the other side of the bar from you. It says, uh, I think first maybe we should start with you telling me what you know. About what exactly? <laughs> you came to my house looking for answers, Martha Campbell. I think you need to offer something of your own first. Okay, well, just letting you know it's going to get a little bit spooky. Because <laughs> that's the character name. <laughs> uh, Her name is Martha. 
it's going to get a little bit Martha up in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I guess I would just tell him, um, I, a long time ago, about 18 years ago, I discovered that I have this weird ability and like, I can do things that are not exactly human or what the human limitations are. It's, and it like it scares me, but they're useful, especially for like hunting. I can just tell where things are. And then recently I've been learning how to read people's minds. And sorry, but that's what I did <laughs> earlier to you. And um I saw some things and I'm there's been all this commotion going on. There's three campers that may have been hurt and more people might be hurt because of something that's just not normal in the woods. Um, and you said, don't follow whatever it is. And I feel like you just, you know, something. Uh, okay. He sits down with his cup of coffee and he, he takes a long swig of it and he maybe sort of does that thing people do where like, they swirl it around, like they look into the coffee for a minute, despite knowing that it's not going to offer them any actual solace. But I think that he's sort of formulating his words, and he looks back up at you and he says, well, first off, that explains a lot, but I uh, hope you'll believe me if I tell you that it's nothing particularly surprising. Now, there's a lot that I can't tell you, Martha, and there's a lot that you can't know, but... If you can trust me on this, I can tell you that there are things happening in Revenant that are not new and that won't be ending anytime soon. And what's happening in the park has nothing to do with me. But if you're looking for answers, I can help you find them. Okay. Um... Well, I know you. You're a good person, so I trust you. Um, I would like to know more. Okay. Let's cut back to Siobhan and Mariah. What up? <laughs> I'm picturing literally the two of you with, like, t-shirts tied around your heads in the library, like, partying down with these books. Um, I don't know what you think books do, but... <laughs> Paint the scene for me. What's going on? You guys are in Mariah's library. I've got, like, a little... Um, I'm talking about Mariah voice. I've got like a little Mariah. I have, I have like a little step ladder that I use to reach mm-hmm. like the top shelves, and um, the top shelves are where some of the like less checked out books are. Some of our kind of weirder, like more National Enquiry stuff is up there. So I go. I've gotten up on my little step stool, gotten some of those down, and then I've pulled some of the books that I had in my uh, back office, my little back room with my weird cork board with all the strings, mm-hmm. um, my Pepe Sylvia board. And I have sort of laid everything out on the table. Like, I have, like, a desk. Like, a okay. not great, not like, super nice desk, but, like, a little desk in that little back room. And I've kind of laid out books. I've got them open to sort of all manner of pages about uh, forest-dwelling creatures, cryptids, and monsters. Great. So, you guys, at this point, you have a whole bunch of resources in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to know is, is it your intent to scan through these quickly, try to find something? Are you putting yourselves on a timetable 
or are you more interested in taking your time looking through what you need to look through to get to the bottom of this and feel particularly well informed or are you maybe at odds with this goal do you where where are each of you coming from and what is your aim in this how are you going to approach it Hmm. that's a good question i think uh siobhan she's she's kind of torn between figuring out like what dangers Mm -hmm. are out there right now but also like getting out there and like trying to protect those two people right so she's she's going back and forth she's trying really hard to like read thoroughly but very quickly mm-hmm. yeah right i want the truth um but i also don't want to like do anything like so so reckless like i talk a big game about being like oh i'll die for the cause but i don't want to go back <laughs> right woods, you right? are a human woman you yeah are, i do yeah. not want to go die in the woods but so basically it's the combination of sort of not too different dissimilar mm-hmm. from you actually is sort of wanting to get through it thoroughly and quickly and ma- also but also i want to i want to open your mind i'm imagining like Javon is is reading through faster than Mariah because she wants to get mm-hmm. go 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 mm-hmm. get out there faster, even though she's like trying to absorb more information. As soon as she finds something that's like nope, can't be that, she just tosses it. Gotcha. Speaking of which, actually, um, I would really like to try and connect the dots sometime soon. Sure. Um, so here's what I would uh, remind me what your connect the dots does. Connect the dots at the beginning of a mystery. If I look for wider patterns, I roll plus short. On a ten plus, I can hold three, and on a seven to nine, I can hold one. And if I have a hold, I can use that to ask the keeper one of the following questions. There's a little list of questions I'm allowed to ask you. Okay. I think that will serve you better, like at the beginning of any subsequent like episode. Quote okay. Unquote. Okay. Um, that will be more of you looking to investigate like the world as a whole and okay. make connections between like the events of each of these sort of like mini arcs. Okay. Um, cool, cool. It won't serve you very well yet. Okay. You can try it at any point you want, but it, it'll serve you a lot better later. No, I, I totally get that. Um, but it will be a very cool thing to come into play, so please keep it in mind. Okay. What I'd like for both of you to do right now is to roll to investigate a mystery, because I think okay. this is somewhat of a pressured situation, but I think what's most important here is seeing how you guys are actually doing with this component of it. Now, remind me the math of this. So, investigate a mystery is a sharp roll. So, okay. it's a 2d6, and then... Basically, uh, one through six is a failure, seven to nine is a mixed success, and then a 10 to 12 is a complete success. And do I add my sharp to that? Yes. Okay, so. So that gives me a total of eight. An eight, okay. What did you get? Five. A five. Um, Okay, so here is what I think happens. Siobhan. You I get paper cuts are, all over <laughs> You just, so many paper cuts, you're just lousy with paper cuts. You bleed out on the library floor. I'm sorry, you're dead. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> oh, darn. Oh, this is how Siobhan goes. I'm, one of my principles as a keeper is to try to put horror in everyday situations. So <laughs> there you are. My, uh, no. the turntables. <laughs> I am kidding. What happens to you, Siobhan, is that you are researching and researching and researching. You're doing what you can. Unfortunately, there are a couple of factors against you. It's been a long, long day. You were up, crack of dawn, your first morning shift in a while. You've been through a lot. You've been all over the town. And now you are stuck in a library with somebody you don't particularly care for, researching things that I think you're having a... I won't say that. I will say that this particular aspect of the monster hunting business is not your forte. Oh, I want you to know (laughs) that um, Siobhan is looking through, like... 
text, like factual articles, like encyclopedias, but every now and then kind of peeks over at whatever Mariah is reading. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what happens so, is that you yeah. fall asleep on a book. Fantastic. In the process, you accidentally knock your radio off the table. Fantastic. And the batteries fall out. All that happens from investigating? It's, I did such a bad job It's a complete failure. I have to give you consequences. And those are your consequences. Well, be. The consequences are that you fall asleep. And as a result, you miss a radio call that you were probably waiting on. No! Wouldn't Mariah hear the radio fall? No, because it's a missed success. I have to give her consequences, too. You get a mixed success, though, uh, Mariah. And I will tell you that what you are doing is you are researching. It does take you longer than you'd like. Mm -hmm. But what you finally stumble on is you stumble on, actually, it's while you are shelving some other books... You're looking through, you're looking at maybe werewolves, you're looking at shifters, you're looking yeah. at, um, you're looking at hellhounds even, and you're, none of these are fitting what you think. You don't have a hunch on any of these. None of these just like feel right to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're, my you're reshelving some books and what you come across is that you've accidentally knocked something onto the floor and it's a National Enquirer article and you pick it up and the cover has a picture of like an emaciated white humanoid form bent over at an awkward angle with these glowing eyes that look out forward. And the front of the article says, flesh gates, question mark, fact or fiction. And suddenly you realize this is what's been in the park. That's literally what I just did is Mariah's reaction to that. (laughs) Flesh gate. Oh, well that look, I said skinwalker. I was not that far off. No, and I will clarify. Effectively, this is a skinwalker. I am calling it a flesh gate within the lore of this universe because I, while I do want to respect that absolutely there is like a Native American cultural presence in Alaska and I don't want to erase that, I also don't want to just go around saying like, so there are skinwalkers. Like that's a specific piece of lore. So we're going to go with flesh gates. But that's what you get out of it. Um, But I knew, I was right that it was a shape-shifting, yeah. Yes. Okay. So that puts you on the right track. And you go down this rabbit hole of looking up flush gates and everything you can find out about them. And you come to a couple of conclusions and I will tell you what they are. And this is something you may want to take note of. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm actually doing it. I'm, I'm starting. I've got a piece of, I've got a piece <laughs> of document. I've got a word document open right now that I'm writing. Um, no, that I'm taking notes in. Okay, great. So you're ready? Um, let me just, yes, let me make sure it's saving. Okay, cool. Yeah. Give me. Okay. So you know that there are a few things the flush gate can do. You know that it can mimic sounds and voices. Okay. And will speci- specifically do so to lure people out into the open where it can attack them. Mm-hmm. You know that it can shapeshift. Or at least imitate rough approximations of shapes. And you know that it can, in some sort of twisted psychic way, invoke paralysis in people. And the one last thing that you know is that it feeds on fear and Uh tends to grow strong on the pain of others. Yep. Amazing. Um, What you do need to continue looking for, Mm -hmm. and I think I will give you some of this, perhaps not all of it, because of the mixed success. Um, You were looking for a way to hurt it, obviously. And the most prominent way you know to do that is you know that it can be hurt by weapons which have been blessed basically holy yeah. weapons or like normal weapons, which have been endowed with some sort of divine energy, whether by way of like holy water or like a priest or what have you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Don't know where to get any of that. 
No, but you do have that information. Okay. Um, so that is where you're at. And I think you come across this information, um, close to the break of dawn. And I will say that that is probably when Siobhan wakes up again. And so I need to figure out how else to hurt it though. Yeah. Or you need to figure out how to make that work. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so here's the picture for you. Uh, Mariah, you have sort of, I think, cleared off a library table yeah. and you have like flushgate stuff all Are over the place. Are you sending me a picture? Uh, no, but I, I, I can if you'd like. Oh, when you said here's the picture for you, you meant. No, I mean, like, I'm painting you a, a, a visual image. I was confused. You have like a library table. <laughs> I think it's probably the same table that Siobhan fell asleep on. Um, like, I sort of conked out of There are books on her. <laughs> there are books on her. You have, like, balanced things delicately. No. You've, like, sort of cleared off an area mm-hmm. and there's, like, flesh gate stuff all over, like, spread out in front of you. Um, Siobhan, you wake up as light begins to stream in through the windows and you look and you see that, like, she's done it. She's figured it out. This is your keeper speaking. Thank you once again for listening to A Horror Borealis and for giving us those sweet, sweet audience engagement statistics. After this episode, we have one more installment of the first arc, Welcome to Revenant, and then the story really starts taking off. If you've been enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider taking a moment to leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or just tell a friend about what we're doing here. Word of mouth is our biggest marketing tool by far, and we'd love to keep reaching more people with what we're doing here. If you consider yourself a Horror Borealis fan and you're hungry for more, you can access a huge backlog of the show by pledging any amount of money to the Cryptid Keeper podcast on Patreon. That's where this project started, and there are currently over 40 episodes there, as well as plenty of other fun and whimsical bonus content for listeners of that podcast. If you're content to listen at this pace, but still wish you had something extra, or you just want to support a truly excellent cause, you can become a patron of the One Shot Network at a number of different tiers and unlock bonus content for all of those shows, including incredible actual plays like Campaign Skyjacks, Neo Scum, and The Broadswords, and shows that tackle the theory and practice of gaming and the games industry, like Modifier, Asians Represent, and the Character Creation Cast. There are many more phenomenal shows, creators, and perspectives that are doing amazing work through One Shot, and your support goes a long way toward keeping them on the air and giving us all the chance to make new and better content for you every day. As for us, our monthly bonus content is a short-form adventure for Martha, Mariah, and Siobhan running a new game system every single time. This month, we took a brief side trip into the wacky one-page world of, oh dang, Bigfoot stole my car with my friend's birthday present inside, and we had a lot of fun with it. I think you will too. Even if you can't support us financially, that's okay. We are so thrilled just to be a part of your listening queue and to share this world with you. We hope you keep sticking with us and that we can take you on a memorable adventure along the way. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Warner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our excellent theme music. And I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Thank you to the One Shot Network for having us, and enjoy the second half of the episode. Bye! Let's get back to Martha. So you are in conversation with Hawk Peters in Hawk's house. Um, and this is still nighttime. We have not yet gotten to the dawn that they are in. We're sort of skipping back on the timeline a little bit, so if I mess something up, you guys, like, help keep me straight, because I know it got a little squirrely in the other episode. 
Um, so what Hawk has told you, uh, I'm not going to like say all of this out because it's, it, it will take a while, but basically here's the gist of what you're, you've gotten from this conversation you guys have been having over this cup of coffee. There are places in this world where the rules of reality grow perilously thin. There are physical spaces where things that seem normal become upended, and places where maybe the seams between whatever you want to call it, dimensions or realities or uh, expectations diminish. And in places like that, the sort of the rules of the game are, uh, are a little bit off. And what he has hinted at without explicitly telling you is that Revenant is one of those places. Which is something that I think maybe Mariah has been trying to tell you for a long time, but didn't have the words to say. And hearing it now confirmed by Hawk Peters, who is one of probably the most practical men that you know, uh, might be a little bit of a shock to you, but I think it also might explain a few things for you. And so Hawk is, uh, is looking at you now and says, Martha, can I ask you a question? Sure. Go ahead, shoot. Why did you come here? Not here, to me, but here to Revenant. Of all the places in the world to run away to, do you know why you ended up here? Well, I was just looking for somewhere secluded with not many people. I didn't have to talk to anyone if I didn't need to. Um, and it's just... I heard a lot of people before I came here on accident, and I just want to... I don't want that to happen any anymore. And Never again. Do you think it's an accident that you ended up in a place like this where powers like yours are not uncommon? I mean, we've been through a lot this night, and if you had asked me a few hours ago, then no, it wouldn't have been a coincidence. I'd didn't even know that this place was special. <laughs> <laughs> there, there isn't much else I can offer you right now, and I apologize for that. But the things in the park are perhaps closer to the source of the same kinds of things that are giving you your abilities. And the closer you get to that, the more dangerous things you'll find. Does that make sense? It's starting to. If you're looking to go into that park, Martha, make sure you don't do it alone. Can you promise me that? Sure, I'll promise you that. <laughs> that specifically, and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I will go recklessly with other people. <laughs> Boldly go. Um, okay. Okay. So, now back at the library, we have Siobhan and Mariah. By George, she's got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's got it. I, th I thought you were going to give more of like a... No, oh. you, you guys are in the scene which I painted for you previously. Tell me how it unfolds. All right. So I nudge 
Siobhan, as she is waking, as she is awakening. Yes, five more minutes. <laughs> hey. No, I need, I need, you need, I need you up. Okay. All right. What, what is it? Look at this. I've been up all night and I'm a little bit wired. I've had a lot of coffee, but I need you to look at, I think I've, I think I've cracked something here. I look at this. <laughs> Great. Excellent. <laughs> I really think I've cracked something here. Okay. Show me what you got. All right. Are you familiar with, are you familiar with flesh gates? I have heard of them. You have? Yes. All right. Well, from what I can guess, that's what we're dealing with in the woods right now. So I've done a little bit of research. Um, and do I need to inform, do I need to inform her kind of on what I figured out or does she? Um, that's up to you. Do you want to just assume that she is caught or do you want to? Well, do I know that she knows when I'm lying? Because, like... You, uh... Hmm. I feel like I wouldn't then, like, know, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Or, like, whatever. You right? you don't know that she knows when you're lying. You may okay. have picked up by now that she is a perceptive person, okay. but are you trying to lie blatantly to her at this moment in time? What? Uh, you trying to lie to me? What did you say? Did you say, like, do you think this is what it is? No, I said... Oh, no, no, no. I was, she was offering to explain to you what just happened. And I'm asking, yeah. do you want to, like, play this out sure, for reasons? Yeah. Okay, great. Let's, okay. Let's explain what that is. So, I've got a lot of materials out here, but... In summary... Dude, in summary, it's like... They can mimic sounds and voices. I don't know if you remember me telling you that one of the campers said that whatever this was sounded mm-hmm. like their friend, right? I remember um, that. Can shapeshift, imitate shapes, can invoke psychic paralysis in people, and feeds on fear. So, animal tracks, sense of fear, can't move, mimicking voices, in the woods. I don't really know what else you'd need. And now, here's where the problem comes in. My biggest problem right now is that I'm not really sure if we were to, like, go in the woods, confront this thing, right? How do we counter it? Because the only resource I could find for what it can be hurt by is weapons that have been blessed or endowed with divine energy. Um, Mm. So layman's terms, like blessed by a priest, dipped in holy water, something just holy is all hell. Right? (laughs) Maybe holy is anything except hell. (laughs) Do I tell you to do your job? (laughs) Uh, Alex, is there a a good old-fashioned preacher man in town? You better believe there is here in Revenant, Alaska. I should think so. Well, uh, I imagine that we could go and probably talk to the the good bishop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, what, yeah, unbeknownst to most people, Revenant is actually a stronghold of the Catholic Church. I don't know titles of religions. <laughs> Just um, preacher. Look. You're looking for a preacher, man. <laughs> Good preacher. Look, I don't have, like, the best relationship with the Catholic Church. I'm not sure if I'd be able to get them to give me point of order. I'm not sure how successful anyone's going to be walking up with a gun to a preacher and saying, God bless this for me. I never said gun. Mind you. If I could just, like, dip my butterfly knife in some holy water. I could just, like, dip that, it in there. Good for you guys. Um, okay. Here is where I am going to 
intervene with a bit of story unfolding for you. Um, I will say that Siobhan, Mm -hmm. you don't need to find a creature. Oh, cool. You have resources that can handle this for you. I do, but I would have to roll plus sharp. (laughs) You don't like doing that, huh? Well, I have a minus one What's your mechanic for this? It's deal with agency. Yeah. Um... On a failure, um, screwed up, might be suspended, uh, or under investigation, or just in the darkness. <laughs> and all of my rolls so far have been plus sharp, so eventually and they've all failed. Eventually you're going to have to get good. All oh, right. Well, right? I guess I will, uh, I'll tell you, Moriah, I'll, uh, I'll try and, and deal with that part. How do I know I can trust you to take care of it? Because I fell asleep all night on your <laughs> library table. We bonded. I don't see correlation, but... <laughs> That's the I guess I don't have any other options, so... Sure. Okay. okay. Alright, guys. Wish me luck. Guys. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay, so what'd you roll? Four. You rolled a four. Um, what's the move you were trying to use? Just I was trying to use the professional move, deal with the agency, requesting help or gear, uh, making an excuse for failure, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I was requesting gear, mm-hmm. specifically a holy, divinely blessed weapon. On a 10 plus, you're good. On a 7 to 9, things aren't so great. Uh, and... On a fail, which is what I got on a miss, I screwed up. I might be suspended or under investigation or just in the doghouse. I am not going to get any help until I sort it all out. Okay, so this is actually an extremely beautiful coincidence of storytelling. Um, I am going to need you to roleplay out how you were planning on requesting. Fantastic. (laughs) I am going to look at my radio. Oh, I know what's going to (laughs) happen. Okay. Oh, we can curse, right? Yeah, I You sure can. Mariah does a lot of swearing. I feel like you. Let me try one. Ass. <laughs> um, bastard. Bastard. Uh, I am it's going hell. to look at my radio. Yep. Notice it's not on the table anymore. Sure is weird. Look at the floor and uh-huh. say, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Put the batteries back You're in. in. Trouble now. Turn it on. And say, hello, is anyone there? Over. <laughs> Siobhan, is that you? Yes, sir, that's that's me. <laughs> We've been trying to get a hold of you all night. Where the hell have you been? Uh, batteries misfunctioned and malfunctioned in my radio. I, all the stores were closed, couldn't get a new set. <laughs> Why didn't you come back to the station? You knew that we were supposed to be trying to get a hold of you. There was a copter out here last night, a civilian copter, chartered, two campers in the park, both dead this morning. I have no excuse for that, sir. Yeah, I should think not. I'll get in touch with you later. We have to sort all this out. And Park Director Kennedy hangs up on you. He hangs up the radio? He hangs up the radio on you. Wow. Change his channel. I cannot get a hold of him. (laughs) Oh, you're in trouble. Do you say that? Does no. Mariah say that? No, Addison said that. <laughs> can, we, can we speak to Mariah? Is Mariah here? Did I hear that conversation? Yeah, was, I, yeah was I was right I wasn't sure if I, I 
I wasn't sure if there was an implication that you had gone, I don't know, out of earshot. No, I was okay. I was at the table. I was kind of panicked all to right. get it back in. So you heard all of that. All right. Like, I turn and say, well, well, I guess you heard what that was about. The the helicopter that was missing was uh, those two campers from out of town. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess that doesn't surprise me. But shit, sorry you got yelled at. Well, you know, it's what happens when you fall asleep. Also, sorry, two people are dead. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry they're dead, too. Well, I I can't handle that anymore. Clearly, I'm kind of in in the doghouse with uh, the ranger station. Okay, well, now what do we do? Well, I can try and uh, sweet-talk the preacher and get him to bless some water for me or something. Uh, I would appreciate that. Did you say one of the campers is still accounted for? One of them is, as is far he? as as far as I know. I talked to him yesterday at the motel. Maybe I should talk to him with the information I have now. I can't stop you. He's in room four. Damn right you right? can't stop me. I just was <laughs> yes. trying to run an idea by you, because we're sort of, I guess, partnering on this now. I guess, I guess so. I wasn't asking for permission that you're not my mom. <laughs> Honey, I'm old enough to be your mom. Yeah, and you're condescending. She brought you too. into this world, and I can take you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know that whole thing that moms always say? Are you threatening me? No, just go and talk to... Do you want me to come? I think maybe you have your own fire to put out right now. Alright, alright. I just want to... If you wanted company. No, I... I Dear. You're gonna pack a lunch for I'm her? I'm fine. I all right. prefer being on my own. Thanks. Dark at that age, I guess. <laughs> this is the weirdest interaction I've ever <laughs> Maybe you should look. I'm going to give you a pass because that shit was rough just now. But I know. I'm you sorry. don't talk to me like I'm this. I'm taking it out on you. Yeah. I'm sorry. So why don't you go home, want to get some rest, and then sort your shit out? I'm sorry. That was a lie. I'm not actually sorry. <laughs> you can tell. It's <laughs> it was like. I'm sorry. Look, I'm going to go talk to this kid. How about you go home, get some more sleep in a real bed, sort your shit out, and then you know where to find me. I'll be back here 